It's Wildy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Midnight Madness, the unfiltered haven where your voice won't be silenced and you can speak your mind without the bounds of scrutiny. This is the podcast where we keep it real. No filters, no holes barred. That's right. It's a place for the fellas and for the ladies alike. We're here to say things that the fellas want to say to their ladies and the things that the ladies want to say to their men. We're thrilled to have you with us tonight. This is more than just a podcast. It's a gathering place for all of us to come together and share our thoughts, our ideas, and our stories. It's that time when the world quiets down, and it's just you, us, and the thoughts that plague your mind. We'll laugh together, we'll vent together, but most importantly, we'll be real together. So grab your favorite beverage, get comfy, and join the crew, because here at Midnight Madness, we don't shy away from any topic. We talk about life, love, relationships, and everything in between. We know that there are things you've been itching to say, conversations you've been avoiding, and questions that you've been afraid to ask. (laughs) Well, guess what? This is the place to do it. No judgments, no taboos. We're all in this together. And together, we're going to explore the mysteries of the midnight hour, the thoughts that keep us up at night, and the conversations we've been longing to have. So what are you waiting for? Join us in on the madness. Let loose and speak your truth. Because it's Midnight Madness, the podcast where you're free to say what you got to say. Welcome to the madness, folks. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Midnight Madness Podcast. This is your boy Brent, my man Wayne on the other side right here. As you can see, I'm out of pocket, not in my zone, but we still going to give you good content. We still going to talk our shit. Wayne? Man, you know, first things first, um, before we get into any topics, with it being Friday, um, we did want to take a step back and then call out one thing. Uh, with our episode that recently released, we didn't get a chance to get into. And that's R.I.P. Bobby Knight. Um, so what I want to do is I'll just share one thing that, you know, sticks out to me. As I think about who he is, what he was able to accomplish at the time that he stepped away from the game. I believe at that time he was the winningest coach in college basketball. If not the one of the. And um I thought about him from the perspective of at the time that he was coaching, like what type of players would go there? Number one, I never liked a team that that he was over, um, that he coached, Indiana or Texas Tech. Maybe, you know, could rock with Texas Tech just a little bit. But the thought was I would never go to Indiana. That's that place never mm. seemed good to me or a good place for me with all that being said the one thought that comes to my head with bobby knight was um with parents sending their kids to play basketball for coach knight either those kids had to have have extreme amounts of discipline or need it and they knew that after that program they were going to be a better person so kudos to Bob Knight for that. And I'm sure that some people would even say that being a player for him was harder than possibly going through a military basic training camp. <laughs> I believe it 100%. Yeah. Bob Knight is, um, of course, he's a pillar in the basketball, especially the college basketball community. Rest in peace for sure. Big thing for me was – Watching somebody who just who gave, I've always felt like I I could never play for him, not that I ever would, but his passion, his dedication to winning, and how he literally 
let it pour out on the court, you know what I'm saying, as a head coach. And I mean, yes, some things may be, you know, over like excessive is the best way of putting it. Throwing chairs across the court, you know, the way he would yell and get in players' face. But if you look at what the players say after they left, you know, it's like, hey, I this is this was the he was like a father. He took care of me. He, you know, he tough love. Like it's the things that you want um, young men to grow up and be able to handle the world that's coming at them, especially in professional sports. Like to be, I, I wonder the players who were coddled when they were in, in school, how they went on with their professional career versus the players that Bob Knight gave that, you know, hey, this is life and this is how you have to do these things to be successful in this system. It's training. So, I mean, I, I took it from him more of not the anger and the outburst, but more the passion. That's what I saw when I saw Bob Knight. Because you, you could watch it when he talked afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It's passion behind that. So, rest in peace, Bobby Knight, man. It was didn't see this one coming. It threw me for a loop, but uh, definitely had a lot of good moments in college basketball that were attributed to him, his coaching, you know, and his players. So rest in peace, my dude. Big time, big time. Um, one thing that came up that I wanted to bring it to the, the table to talk to, um, Burner Boy turned down doing the show, a performance in Dubai. Uh, for five mil because the Dubai laws. Now, a lot of people don't know about the Dubai laws, right? Um, Be real. You know, like I think actually one of the, the notes that I've seen as of late is Trey Songs. Trey Songs had his, I think his bodyguard or one of his entourage, like they mm -hmm. were trying to like shield somebody off of a, fa a fan off of Trey Songs. And I think he actually used excessive force. And now that guy is locked up for a year in Dubai because they have harsh laws on violence. Yeah. So uh, back to the burner boy situation, right? So that you can't smoke weed in Dubai. Um, as free as Dubai is, as nice as it is, and everybody loves it. Burner boy said, nah, five mils not worth it. Yeah. Um, so my thought is, and I'm going to kick it to you first, and then you, know, you can kick it back to me after. But my thought is, when is your habit? worth your money and more from the standpoint of people lose out on a lot of opportunities because of habits and whether it's a good habit or bad habit you want to be able to create positive habits to continue to build but this is obviously something that he enjoys doing what are your thoughts on that black boy burner i fuck with you <laughs> that's the only way to like you said it best. There's, there's a, what will you do for money? That's the other side. It's not like what you, when your habits affect the bag, but like what, if something that helps him cope, anxiety, whatever it is, and that's it's part of his routine and it's legalized in other parts of the world, I don't need to go somewhere where I can't, you know what I'm saying? do the things that I want to do comfortably that are safe and healthy for me because your country, your state, whatever it does, I don't need to go there. I don't need to risk it. And, and that's a, that's a, that's a emotional uh, maturity. That's a mental maturity that you got, you know, Hey, I don't need them problems. I'm good. There's other opportunities, other bags elsewhere where I can still be me and do what I want to do. 
So I, I respect it, man. It's, it's crazy to hear it because people are like, y'all, he, he fumbled in the bag. It's five mil, my guy. Like this isn't this isn't 1972, 1954 with five mil is like, yo, that's a that's different. Like five mil to these guys is, and it might sound arrogant or sound like I don't know first world problems type shit, but it is what it is. It's, he's a multi uh, um, uh, award winning artist. He has hits. He's well known across different parts of the globe. If one part of the globe doesn't, you know, what I'm saying support a certain aspect of his lifestyle, he has every fucking right to not go there to not perform and shouldn't be backlash on his decision-making. It's not like he's saying, well, they don't allow underage porn, so I don't want to go there. That's that's totally different, my guy. He's saying something that's globally recognized and a certain country doesn't allow it, doesn't want it in their borders. He's willing and and within his right to say, I'm good, bro. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm straight. Y'all want to see you know, me catch me in my To your point. I think that, you know, the, my biggest issue is that it, it became public knowledge, right? People turn down deals every day. People accept deals every day. I think from the standpoint of Dubai, there's been a lot of hype behind it and a lot of hype behind the idea that people are getting paid big money to go play there, whether it be sports, entertainment, whatever yeah. the case may be. And he turned it down because of something that we don't know his reasoning behind it. One, no. it could be, hey, I need this to cope, as you said. It could be I have anxiety or in order for me to give the show that's a part of my brand, this is part of who I am and I need that pre and post show. Exactly. So if I don't have that, you know, the five mil is really not worth anything. And it also brings up another point that I want to make where when you think about navigating this world and this society, there's a quote with people on the come up. They say, hey, you know, you work hard uh, to the point where you don't have to introduce yourself anymore. Mm. Right. You know, people know who you are. So I think that he's done that. He's accomplished that. And with that, he has the opportunity to turn down deals as sure. much as he has um, and within this right to accept the deals. So from that standpoint, in America, there's a lot of places where weed isn't legal or marijuana isn't legal. And from that standpoint right there, at one point, it was never legal mm-hmm. <laughs> in the United States. There has to be some type of trailblazer. And maybe that's going to open some people in Dubai's eyes to where it's like, hey, you know, from a rapper standpoint, I'm going to be real. If a rapper, five million, they're like, okay, I ain't going to smoke. I figure something out. I ain't gonna smoke. I'm gonna go out there and do it. But when you're a megastar, yeah. it's not just like an Afro beat star, but when you're a megastar and you start turning down coming to this place because of some of their laws, maybe that opens some eyes, right? So I'm not saying that it will, but I'm just saying that whatever the case may be, I respect his stance in it, considering the fact that he can go get that five mil somewhere else really quick. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. Um, like I've been to Dubai, so I didn't smoke while I was there, but I know that the ability to get drugs is the is there. There are people and there are and especially if they have some of these clubs, you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen it. I I've seen the drugs being done in the club. So you can't tell me it's not there as the but for his his perspective, like I want to bring my shit. Mm-hmm. And like this is I'm not, so 
that you can't do. It's like some of these guys, like Future's been in Dubai so many times. I know Future on them perks and all that shit when he down there. You know what I'm saying? Doing lines or whatever he's doing, drinking, whatever it is. So when it comes to Block Boy, I mean, I'm saying San Berna, I, I totally, I totally get it. It makes sense. Um, and people shouldn't be so quick to judge somebody off of that. Like that's the part that's getting mad. It's like watching some of the comments, like y'all, he tripping. Like maybe y'all, y'all are tripping. The motherfucker tell you, hey man. Come to Wisconsin, but you can't drink no beer the entire time you're here. You know what I'm saying? You a beer drinker. What you going to say? I ain't going to Wisconsin. And nobody going to think twice about it. So it's the same thing here, man. I said Wisconsin because I'm in Wisconsin. Go, Pat, go. Don't forget it. Uh, and shout out. Yeah, like just double down on that. There are people that get opportunities to go to the office to work or work remotely. There are people that get the opportunity to relocate for work. And depending on where you want them to relocate, they may turn that deal down. So, so with that being the case, you were talking about lifetime decisions and he's just saying, nah, you know, this is just one time. It's not a big deal for him, you know? Um, So yeah. And everybody, you got to understand when you have options and you have choices in life, Stop comparing and making everybody else's decision or the person that's the example making their decision based off of how you would have made yours. Some people gonna do anything for the five M's. And hey. I feel like he's worked so hard to where the five M's are just gonna continue to come to him as long as he keeps doing what he does. So don't try to factor in what you would do based off of what he would do or his life situation because you're not him and you're not even remotely close to being that way. Shout yeah. out to Burning boy for that, man. Shout out, man. Give your flowers, bro, for being a real one. Um, All right, no I'm going to dig in, man. Um, I think this is something new. This is something that uh, obviously we we typically do uh, away from uh, the public audience, but we felt like it's important to, to bring it to the public audience. And we're going to introduce a Stop the Cap segment of Midnight Madness. So, hey. You know, typically what we have with Midnight Madness is you understand the idea, the thought process. We have thoughts that go through our head and then we let it out, usually in long form discussion, trying to really find a way to develop the thought and communicate it. Um, But this is just certain things that we hear and we're like, nah, not going to go. Let's just call it out straight up. So I'm going to kick everything off right now, man. Um, you got Larsa Pippen and you got Marcus Jordan. You know, I've been seeing it and we've talked about it previously. And here's my thought process right now. Um, the world has made this about Larsa Pippen because the world has also looked at what's going on with Scotty Pippen and they've been pointing the finger at her. I previously pointed the finger at her. However, based off of the last interview that I saw with both of them, what I noticed was Marcus is eating this up. Loving it. He is getting the spotlight. He is hype. He is just enjoying the opportunity to be in front of the camera. So with that being said, I want to just paint a picture to you. The first time I knew about Michael Jordan, I knew he had kids. But I knew that there was one that was playing 
in a high school game. And for some reason, I think it might have been on ESPN. It might, I don't know, but I think it might have been on ESPN at the time. And he was playing against another kid by the name of Eric Gordon. This is supposed to be Marcus, Marcus Jordan's coming out party. Eric Gordon, people talked about it, but they were like, hey, you know what? It's no big deal. Eric Gordon is still in the league today. And he got in the league based off of him showing Marcus Jordan that he doesn't belong on the same court as him. I say all that to say that he wiped him up and down the court to the point where at first they came in, but pregame, cameras on Marcus Jordan. By the end of the first half, everybody was talking about Eric Gordon. It was pretty much a coming out party to show that, hey, you know what? Jordan might have the name, but the skills did not transfer. The genes did not transfer with birth, right? So with all that being said, Marcus Jordan eating this up, man. So I, everybody that's going out there and making this about Larsa Pippen, anybody going out there and talking about love, talking about Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, this is for you. Stop the cap. This is all about Marcus Jordan finally getting some spotlight, finally getting the cameras in front of his face, considering the fact that he w grew up watching his dad with the camera in his face, and he wanted that. Never got it, and now he's getting it, and he is eating it up. Stop the cap. I don't know what to say, bro, because that's exactly the truth. He is a groupie. In the worst way, and I mean this because, so, when we heard about the whole Larsa and him a year ago, whenever Bob Bly, it's been blowing up. But I'm like, all right, maybe he got something going on for him to where this makes sense. Like, hey, you know what? I'm, a, I'm I got my business. I'm doing my thing. I'm up and coming. We meet up, and then you know we have this relationship, and it's what it is. But you know, I'm my own entity and he's not. It's like this has created the ability for him to have his own little following or his own little limelight, you can say. Because I was like, damn, he played for UCF, trash. You know, didn't make it to the league because he was trash. He got a disorderly disconduct and 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 a, and a and a fight situation. So he got a little jail time, trash. He started a, a shoe store. It went out of business in like six, eight months. Now it's online sales only. Trash. You know, I'm like, oh, he ain't really doing He's ne He has never been a grown-ass man. You know what I'm saying? He's, so now, and, and, and he's never had to. Women. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He's fucking with grown-ass women to, like, fill that gap. My boy, stop the cap. Let it go. You are the son of of a $3 billion man, and you have not created shit for yourself. So what do you do? You latch on to some shit and create a narrative, and now you feed into it. I just watched some video of him and Pablo Torres, and he was, man, if y'all don't understand it, it don't matter. Fuck y'all. Like, bro, I, my girl, full disclaimer, I'm a 42-year-old man. My girl's 15 years, 14 years younger than me. Larsa Pippen is 17, 18 years older than Marcus Jordan. I understand that there's love and shit, but he do something, my nigga. Like, and then the fact that everything is Larsa, Larsa, Larson, B 
because and then the name Jordan is still not even Marcus, my boy. So you're still not getting the type of groupie love that you really want. Drake fuck with a chick. We find out who she is. You know what I'm saying? Where she worked at. Shit, Shaq commented on a girl that worked at Home Depot. She blew up more than your ass did. I Men think this guy. Groupies. I think, yeah, big. he's a big groupie right now. And I think that he's even positioning this whole situation. Because I think he was on whatever it is. What is it called? Love and Basketball or Basketball Wives or something like that. He's been featured on the show. And he's positioning this whole thing to set up a show. What is nigga lame? Between him and Larsa having a show oh, yeah. together. Because he, he's never had cameras in front of his face like this and he's loving it. It hey, is I'm, what I'm, it is, man. Up, man. Shout out to you. Larsa's probably the only girl that you've ever connected with that hasn't asked you for some free J's. And me, I get it. Let me show you a corny ass nigga. I know, I know the chat is in what y'all want to speak. <laughs> Come on, man. We're going to get back to it. All right. So that's one for the stop the cap segment. Um, second that that came up for me was Kim K. She, she's been in the news lately. Um, she's for a couple of things, actually. You know, she actually signed a deal with um, her brand Skims, signed a deal mm-hmm. with the NBA. I don't get it, but whatever. NBA um, no, the NBA, like it's, it's I think there's a logo on the court. So I guess basketball players are wearing, um, what's that thing called? The girdles? Spanks. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So basketball players now, I think even um, uh, the guy from OKC, Shy Gildress. Yeah, SGA. He signed to her. He signed to her. So I'm, I'm predicting that. He would not be okay. talked about as he was last year. Um, from the aspect of being first team all NBA, let's go ahead and let that go now. And I'm telling you that when we five games into the season. You for um, real? It, yeah, he signed I'm, to Kim Kim K. No, no, I'm saying just er, let, let, make, make sure we pin this because I want to come back to this at the end. At the end now, of the I'm, season. Okay, so let me do it. Let me do you another solid then. I'm gonna say it a little bit different. He's not gonna make any. All NBA team. And I'm being very clear about that because as much as people call out his skill, it's going to be on display now because he's on TV. Last year he wasn't on TV, so it was a guess that he was doing good based off of the stats. And then number two, Ja Morant couldn't get it because of popping yeah. guns. So yeah. let's let it go. He's not making in any all NBA team, first, second, third. Now let's go ahead and move on because that's not what I'm capping about, right? <laughs> At least this is, what, this is what I'm seeing they're capping about right now. Um, Northwest, Kim K says that Northwest prefers staying at Kanye West's apartment because there's no nanny, no chef, or security. Kim K, stop the cap. This is your way of trying to pretty much say that Kanye West has downgraded his lifestyle since he's not with you anymore. Wow. Stop the cap. Like, come on, bro. And she tried to find a way to do it by bringing in the child. Now, don't get me wrong. She's probably, uh, Kanye's probably a girl dad and he loves his daughter and she probably has a lot of fun with him. But to put that out there like that, Come on. Now, little kids say all of that. 
Kanye West's apartment because there's no nanny, no chef, or security. You're pretty much trying to say Kanye West is not living the way that he lived when he was with you. And his right. lifestyle has been downgraded. Fuck Stop the cap. Stop that shit. I'm going I'm to I'm read a, a quote. This is from Kim. She'll go to her dad. She'll be like, dad's the best. He has it all figured out. He doesn't have a nanny. He doesn't have a chef. He doesn't have security. He lives in an apartment. That's like, I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm reading this, hearing how she's saying this shit to her sister. Because this is on her TV show. Remember, this isn't like she was talking to the media and saying, you know, oh, no, North loves her father. She's having such a great time spending time with her dad. He doesn't have nannies and security and chefs and all that stuff. He lives in an apartment, but he's happy and, and they're doing it. That wasn't how it was say was stated. You're talking to your sister on TV, and the way you're emphasizing certain things is making this motherfucker sound like he broke and he living a, and 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 the child is over there struggling. And you need, if anything, this nigga needs your money. He paying you twenty k a month, and he living in an apartment with no nanny, no chef. You got all a chef and a nanny. Man, man, get it. Hey, let's switch it up, man. Kanye, stop the cat, bro. Kanye needs some money for child support or whatever that shit is called when when the kids over his house. Pay him. You make more. Pay him. I Am I tripping? It. I dig it. I dig it. Fuck out of here, bro. She, the way she said that shit is so foul, dog. Making this man. But the best part is, if it's true, you sound like a shitty ass mom. He's you got she's all saying, that for what? doing this shit, and he ain't got all the shit you got. Mm-hmm. So you can take it how you want to. I'm saying the cap is on you now. You like a fucking idiot. Your daughter telling you she rather spend time with, your, with, with her dad in an apartment. Without all these fucking luxuries, he's, she's giving you a sign. And if you try to spin it around like that, you make you try to make them sound bad. Like, yeah, she a hoe, man. I ain't like well, her. Yeah, I, li- I like what you're saying right now. That's actually a really good call out because maybe what she's trying to do is to get Northwest to live like her, to where they're going to, you know, get some type of augmented surgery once a quarter, maybe more, you know, or whatever that may look like. Yeah, you know, like her whole brand, and you know, shout out to the deal. You got a deal, multi-year deal with the NBA, but the whole brand is about making things appear that everything's together when it's not. Mm-hmm. Stop the mm-hmm. cap, Kim K. Let's dig into it. The, the next bad. one. Next one we got on on tab is uh in the wonderful world of tech. Everybody knows him. This man has been on the moon or pretty much out of space. <laughs> this man is in everybody's household one way or another through shipping oh. packages or in their neighborhood. Jeff Bezos is moving to Miami from Seattle to be closer to his parents. That's what he says. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit. We got to say stop the cap, right? Because this guy has moved people. Across the world, across the United States, and established his base in Seattle. Probably one of the, if not the most depressing places in the world. In the world. Matter of fact, Seattle used to have a basketball team, the Supersonics, and they had to get up out of there. They're in OKC right now. Um, they want to bring them back, but I'm just imagining that that'll never happen. But the reason why he's saying it is because he wants to be closer to his parents. This is one of the richest and one point in time, the richest 
person in the world that could have made his own little Miami in Seattle if he wanted to and then brought his parents there. But the fact of the matter is, he could have been living in Miami. This is a statement that he's saying, I'm moving. I'm never going back to Seattle. I'm never going back to Seattle. But it's to be closer to his parents. Have you seen Jeff Bezos? You know one thing. That uh, he might work to look a little young. He's, he's hitting the weights. Yeah. He's solid, but dude, oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, dude been old since Amazon started, at least old in the face. So what I'm trying to say is, Jeff Bezos, if you already that old and your parents, you want to be closer to them, they got to be old, old too. So with that being the case, why are you moving? to Miami, except for you want to be in Miami and really live that billionaire boy lifestyle. You want to be in Miami. (laughs) Come on, man. So I'm not saying that, you know, it's not something behind it, but come on, don't say you're moving close to be closer to your parents. Stop the cap. Hey, matter of fact, one more point, one more point, one more point, and then I'm going to hit you with a stop the cap again. During the pandemic, Amazon worked workers crazy. A lot of people had the opportunity to be remote. And Amazon said, nah, nah you got we understand your parents sick, but you got to come back into this office. You moved where? Oh, no, nah. you better sell that house. You got to come right back to this main location because we got work to do. This is, and they did that. They said, hey, my parents are sick. So I'm moving back home to take care of my parents. He said, nah, nah, come on back. So with that being the case, I know you don't run Amazon anymore. Mm -hmm. You're selling billions off. But the one thing I'll call out with Miami, a lot of people don't know it. Great state of Florida is no state tax. Jeff Bezos is selling off his stock by the billions of dollars. So let's just say he sells off one billion. In Seattle, he got to pay $70 million in capital gains. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did not know that. And capital I mean, gains I mean, tax, $70 much. million. That makes sense, yeah. That makes sense. Florida is different. So he's like, I'm moving here, and I'm not paying y'all a damn thing. Because I don't know if you knew this, but he doesn't pay taxes because of Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, federal taxes. But he sells his stock, he has to. Jeff Bezos... Stop the cap. You're cap king, bro. Florida is one of the nine states that does not have state income or capital gains tax. You move to Florida and you sell your stock, you not lose not on 70 mil. That's, I mean, like that, it's like, I'm not, we're not dumb. I, and there's nothing illegal about saying that. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm moving to Florida, bro. I'm moving to Miami. I'm about to start selling this shit up, man. You know what I'm saying? The company's doing really good. I'm, I want that warm weather. My girl Lauren, or whatever her name is, Valdez, Charlotte, whatever her name is, Fox News lady, she looking good. She built for Miami. We about to go out here and have these Miami threesomes. You know what I'm saying? Like, in his mind, like, I, bro, you 59 years old. You 
and and no cap in the face, you look 70. You know what I'm saying? The body alone giving you 50, 53, low 50 vibes, eugenics, all that shit you taking. You know what I'm saying? Them, whatever shot you taking to keep your body looking the way it look. I know, you know. I know you know. You know. You know what I'm saying? So he doing something a little shot in the butt, in the arm, whatever it's called. And he keep keeping that, that vitality going. He want to experience and enjoy it. You can't do that shit in Seattle. Man, you always you always charter fighting somewhere doing this back and forth. I don't need no, I'm good. I'm old, my girl old. We out here looking, looking old, youngish. You know what I'm saying? I'll be going to this Miami Heat. We want these Miami young bros, want this lifestyle. I want to save my bread when I sell off my little stocks. I, I get it, bro. You you did it. You you've been to outer space. Who gonna tell you something right now? I ain't gonna say nothing, nothing negative. Do your thing, homie. But do, just you, don't 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 shield it with the for my parents. I mean, it sounds good, right? You're like you you're never gonna say like I'm gonna live my best life. <laughs> I thought I was living before, but now yeah, wait till you catch. So and then to paint the picture when you sell it off stock, um, I just want you to think about some of the houses that you've seen when if you've ever been to Miami. I've been to Miami, and you, you go through the real part of Miami where like the ballers are at where the old yeah. drug money was. And you think about those houses, those houses are going to go and they're going to be nice, but just think about what type of house you can get for 70 mil, the money that you would have to just throw away, you know, you so shout to out to them, man. Yeah. You shout can take that 70 mil, turn that invested into some properties in Miami. And shit, turn that 70 million, invest it, invest it, invest it back into Seattle. They want to complain, people want to complain about it. Invest it back into the in, into the into the the workers that have, you know what I'm saying, homes in Seattle and shit like that. There's all kinds of things that he can do with that. He ain't got to do it all, but good business is good business. Like us putting money back in the government's pocket is not good business. Like we need to start, I think collectively. People got to start saying that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's the real cap. Paying taxes and putting money back in the government's pocket when they're gonna send that shit over to another fucking country. That's the real cap. And yeah, got me on my political shit now, bro. I mean, man, talking about Jeff Bezos, man. Nah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I, I rock I rock with Bezos. I mean, you know, listen, everything I said about you, even though I was saying it in a joking way, yeah, you are old. And I know if you're old, your parents gotta be old. So I get that, man. You gotta yeah. be out there with your parents and support them. But I guess the larger question is, what your parents doing in Miami, homie? Yeah. In a, you know, but anyway, I'm not trying to go there. What I'm trying to say really is, shout out to you, but sometimes you just got to keep it real. But I get it. You made so much money, you ain't got to tell people the truth. As commoners, we're forced to. When you, when you <laughs> lie freely, bro. And motherfuckers can't say shit. Like, I was thinking about, I was watching a movie the other day, and it was, so something about privilege or something like that. And I was like, man, when you got so much money, bro, it's oh, House of uh, Usher, the House of Usher on Netflix. Watch that shit. It's an Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe like spin type of thing. But like when you got money, motherfuckers find ways, bro. They find ways, and so I, I get it. But Jeff, stop the cat, bro. We know why you moving, and I don't blame. You. Like I'm with you. Like I, my my guy, trust me. If I had your money, I wouldn't be. There's no way in hell I would be living in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm living in Miami. I got a house in Ohio. I got a house in Wisconsin right by the stadium. You know what I'm saying? I got a house in the in DR somewhere. But I'm living down in Florida where the weather's good. You know what I'm saying? The taxes are low. 
Big time. And I got and I got Disney right across the street. <laughs> like for real, I got Disney. Everybody want to go to Disney, bro. You everybody want to come see me so they can go to Disney. Big facts. Facts. So that's our stop the cap segment. Um hopefully y'all had as much fun with it as we did. We're gonna continue to bring this. Yeah. One thing that I would suggest is uh if you are listening to this and you know it, we know you listen to it. Let's stop the cap because we're gonna get you and we're gonna put you on this segment. We're gonna put you um, on the segment. I also you brought up a good point. If we know you listening, you enjoying these videos, you enjoying the content that me and my brother and our homies are bringing you. Hey man, hit that subscribe button, follow, hit a like. You know what I'm saying? Shit, send your boy an Alexa. I need an Alexa bad as fuck. My Google Home is trash. I've been asking for it for about two weeks now. You know what I'm saying? So send your boy an Alexa. Hey, Wayne, I don't want your Alexa. I want one of the Man. I want one of the fans to send us, send me an Alexa. And I will shout you out, put it out here. I'm, I'm gonna use it in streams and everything. I need an Alexa, bro. I Jeff think. Bezos, <laughs> hook your boy up, man. Oh, Jeff Bezos, what's up, man? We caught you on the cap, bro. Simmer boy, Simmer boy, and Alexa, man. And now, hey, you know what? Hey, I ain't above being bought out. A lot of people got morals and values. You can pay for my silence, man. You know what I'm saying? I done been silent for stuff I ain't want to be, and I ain't get no money. You don't want me to talk about you, man? Go ahead and send it, man. You know, this zip is it cheap. up, Jay. This, Jeff, you know, I zip it up. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, let's let's go ahead and get into the betting lines. All right, what so you got? right now, I'm trying to pull it up real quick while we talk about something because I was on MGM trying to figure out what the best bets were going to be for this week, and I know for sure what you don't want to see is you don't want to be in the NBA because the NBA is fluctuating like crazy. So I'm saying right now, stick to what you know, do multi-bets. Um, we're going to start off with the NFL. We're not going to go off of the um, – the, we're going to go off the first the first game, which is the 930 Dolphins versus Chiefs. So the line is plus one and a half for the Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think a lot of people are picking the Chiefs to win this game, and I'll, I'll I'll put it on two things: the Chiefs will win if Taylor Swift goes to Germany. And I know that sounds crazy as for betting wise. I'm just telling you, when she's there at a Chiefs game, the chances of them winning go up at least thirty percent. And on top of it being a flight overseas, Patrick Mahomes. Being in his element after a bad loss. He always bounces back after a bad loss or a bad performance. And going against a porous Dolphins defense, I think the Chiefs, if Taylor Swift is there, I would put them at minus three and a half. Trust for them to win by maybe a score of 32-24, something like that, 33-24. But um, if she's not there, look, Trust in them Dolphins, man. Trust in them Dolphins. So that's one I would give. I'm not going to do prop bets. Uh, Vikings versus Falcons. Falcons are starting. Um, some Somebody named Rippin, Kyle Rippin from BYU. Uh, the Vikings are starting that trash-ass quarterback they had that came in when Kirk Cousins got injured. The line for that is Vikings plus three and a half. Falcons minus three and a half, of course. Um, 
I'm gonna go ahead and take the Viking. I can't even voice that properly as being a Packer fan. I'm gonna roll with the Vikings on. <clears throat> I'm going with the Falcons money line. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. For y'all, if you, you know I'm a Packer fan, I I can't trust the Vikings for anything. Um, and then I'm gonna give you two more games: Rams versus Packers, and then Commanders versus Patriots. Rams versus Packers. Pa uh, Packers are minus three favorites. Um, I don't fucking see this. And as a Packer fan who's literally spent the entire week just watching film and listening to Packer radio, I'm telling you, after we got rid of Razul Douglas on defense, um, and now that Keyshawn Nixon is going to be playing that dime position with no his 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 bro, his older brother who's giving him advice is not there. Um, I don't know what the Rams are going to do. I think they're maybe they're the ones that has has that rip rip ripping kid or whatever. But they have Cooper Cup and they have Nua Pakau, Pakau Nua, whatever this, that dude is nice. And if you line up in a zone formation defense against those wide receivers, I don't care who's the quarterback, you are going to lose because they have a great head coach. You know what I'm saying? Sean McVay is a great head coach. He understands how to exploit defenses offensively. So we us losing pieces on defense, I think we're I think we're fucked. I think minus three is crazy. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Rams at plus three and think that if we do win, it'll be a last minute comeback fourth quarter, kick a field goal to win by one type shit. If the Packers can win this game. If not, it might it may be a blowout. And then that final game I said is the Commanders and Patriots. Commanders are three and five. They just got rid of Chase Young. Um the Patriots are two and six, but they've had back-to-back -back good offensive games. They won their last game. Um, they are minus three favorites at home against a commander's team that uh, I like Sam Howell and I like Logan Paul. What, Logan Paul, what's his name? What's, what's, what's all, Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. Logan Paul. Logan Thomas. Um, Brian Robinson. Uh, I, I like what they have, but I just know Bill Belichick. And when people talk shit about him, and when their team, their their team is trash, but they still have they still have games to win. And I think that uh, I think the Commanders pull this fucking game out, man, and Bill loses at home. So I know that said all that shit boosts up the Patriots, but I think that minus three, I think they're gonna catch an L. I think the Commanders just lost a, a piece on defense. But their offense stays stays the same. They're going into a hostile environment. It's a 1 p.m. game in Washington. I mean, in uh, New England. Not different from what they would feel in Virginia. So, yeah, I'm going to run with the commanders on this one. I'm going to run with the commanders plus three and then see how that goes. Yeah, but that's my sports betting for Sunday. Um, FYI, just want to point this out. And I, I got the receipts. I called the Rangers winning the fucking World Series two and a half weeks ago, but I didn't have the balls to put $100 on that bet. I've wasted more, 10 times more than $100 since then. And I'm telling you sometimes, if you know something, you feel it, you got to trust it. Because that feeling when you don't, especially when it's down the road, that's my biggest thing for sports bettors. If you bend something down the road, Put it out there. If you feel it, put it out there. Just let that good karma and energy come back to you. Because if not, if I had done that, 
I think it was like plus thirty six hundred for them. If I mean that was a nice little come up for the Rangers that I would not have missed. I would not have missed it. So uh, that's just my little sports betting for for the group. I know Wayne looked at me like, man, I don't know what this nigga talking about. Now nah, you cool, man. Shoot, hey, that's it, man. Right, so yeah. those are the three segments right there. Uh, like I said, we're gonna continue to do the sports betting. We're going to continue to do the stop the cap and, um, you know, just other re- relevant news. But with all that being said, let's go ahead and close this out, bro. Hey, I just want to say one thing. Fuck your team. Go pack go. Like, I really, I really feel that shit. Like, I, it's been a hard week, couple of few weeks watching them get dismantled, watching the offense struggle. Um, but being in, Green Bay, Wisconsin, just a few miles from the stadium, tailgate right there at the Liberty uh, tailgate crew, which is right there by the stadium. Um, I just, I just know that I got a feeling we're gonna do some, do something special, but I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it by saying it out loud. So, you know, I guess I want to tell myself stop the cap. Man, we about to get our ass. <laughs> well, you, we just say it, dog. No, just be real with yourself, man. It's cool. You can still support your team and be realistic, though. I love my squad, man, but hey, I'm gonna stop the cap, man. I I don't see a win on Sunday, but we're gonna ride. Fuck your team. Go pack go. All right, man. I love it. Till next time. Y'all take it easy. All right, brother. Peace. Peace. And that's a wrap for another episode of Midnight Madness. We hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Absolutely. Remember, this podcast is for you, and your thoughts and ideas are what make it special. Before we sign off, we have a small request for you, our amazing listeners. If you found value in tonight's discussion, if it resonated with you, if it made you laugh or think, please consider subscribing to Midnight Madness. That's right. By hitting the subscribe button, you'll never miss an episode. And we got some incredible conversations lined up, and we want you to be a part of them. And don't forget to hit the like button, share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, and leave a comment. Feedback means the world to us. Your comments, your thoughts, and your ideas are what keep the conversation going. We're always eager to hear from you. So until next time, thank you for joining us in the madness, for speaking your truth, and for being part of this incredible community. Keep the thoughts flowing, those conversations going, and those ideas growing. Stay unfiltered, stay real, and most importantly, stay you. We'll catch you on the next episode.